sound check. Hold on, I can't hear y'all. Yep, we're, we're definitely live. I, I'm sorry for a minute, guys. I'm still trying to get their audio working. I'm not seeing them come through on the audio, but we're definitely live, and we'll be uh, <clears throat> jumping into the topics in just a moment, so just bear with me for a second. They can't. I can look at it and tell. This gameplay looks nice. I know. That's the PC, girl. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you guys should be able to hear them now. This is your girl, Delilah HD. Thank you for tuning in for another grown episode of Growing the Game. And this is value number 77. And we're just talking about a couple things that were discussed throughout the week in regards to, like, gaming news. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and start off with what we've been playing. Um, I guess I'll go first. I'm your host. So um, I've been playing this game called um, River Bond, which is like a like a kind of like a dungeon crawler platformer game um, i was playing a little bit of it last night really cutesy kind of pixelated style um game i'm loving it so definitely what, what have you ladies been playing wait wait before we do that i saw you playing that game and i was going to ask you about it like so is it from game pass or do you need to buy it because it looked really cute it's on game pass it's on game pass uh, i saw that phil spencer was playing it. i saw a couple other people on uh, on, Twi on twitter playing it i was like man it look kind of cute let me check it out and yeah so it's kind of it was nice all right um what since i broke shirts? in yeah. Um, yeah. I would say, um i've been all over the place this week um since Watch Dogs 3 is coming out legion is coming out in the fall i've replaying Watch Dogs 2 um nice. so then i'm all, i jump back into destiny for some odd reason don't ask me why uh and they've increased the the power level. Now the, it's, the max is 750. I'm already at 690. Um, that's when I started off at. I ended it. I was at 600. Now I'm at 690. And I hope to be 700 by sometime mid next week if I jump back on it. I also started playing Elder Scrolls Online because of the E3 announcements. Um, and I am loving it so far. It is. A, I don't know why I missed out on this past couple of years as much as an Elder Scrolls fan I am. Um, other than that, that's all I've been playing. Nice. So you've been all like Bethesda out pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, hey everybody. Y'all know y'all already know who this is. Um coming back from E3 is just been a little bit different. Um been playing more PC games. More PC games, to be honest with you. They're cheap. I mean, learning like I've been having my PC for six months and I'm looking like damn these these games are really cheap now. Some are misses, some are hits. But um, I'm playing California. It's like this trippy, multi-dimensional puzzle game. And as you see in the gameplay as well, um, I'm playing Magic Arena. It's online Magic, which is awesome. I'm a fan of Magic, if you guys didn't really know. Um, also, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I When I got there... Um, when I was playing E3 with them on E3, I they asked us to put like a barcode and then, you know, you, they let you scan the barcode and some like special items came 
through your Ubisoft Club account. And I got the two new operators for the free free. So I was like, oh, let me check them out, you know? And right. played a couple of rank and played some rank matches, like an endurance rank match. I was playing like for four hours damn there, trying to get my rank up on Rainbow. So yeah. Nice. So Rainbow out. All right, so look, we're gonna go ahead and jump into these topics. I sent you guys a couple of them. Um and let's get it. So we, we do know from like last week we talked about how um and even at E3, Ubisoft is doing a subscription service. You know, we already have like Game Pass, EA has one. Um so you know, it's kind of been rumored now that Square Enix is also considering its own subscription service. So I just want to kind of get you ladies' thoughts on that. And um is that something you'll be acceptable to? Considering you know they have like the they have the Final Fantasy series, they have some Dragon Quest content. So uh, I guess I'll start with you, lady. What do you think about uh, Square Enix having a, a subscription service? There's some fans. There's some fans. I'm telling you, Final Fantasy fans. Woo! If if I ain't never seen a more dedicated set of fans, um, where I think it's starting to move like with gaming as a whole that you can customize uh, your services based on the games that you mess with. Um, I, I, I Square Enix, I respect them as a unit, but right. personally, their game catalog doesn't fit well when I uh, play. I don't play JRPGs like that. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you gotta, re- you know, that's not my. I don't, you know, I don't even, I don't even see them. That's just my personal uh, taste in in that genre. But I know a lot of people that love the JRPGs that get rowdy, rowdy, and bowdy, bowdy with them. So I'm serious because. Um, there's people online playing it. There's people playing it on emulators. People have the retro console just to play the original games. And I think that with the right kind of catalog, not just Final Fantasies, but just with the JRPG genre, they can do something with it. Um, but in the but the thing is, you can you have to pay for it. It's like everything else, it's gonna every. I feel like everything is gonna be a subscription service and then you got a certain amount of budget so you have to coordinate of what you want and if i'm a square enix fan you damn right i'm gonna try to find a way to in my budget to go get this subscription service but so it's it's, it's what you what's what you digging you know if it's worth the money that you're paying for because i'm not fit to pay uh what 15.99 to play one game on a subscription service you gotta give me like at least I feel Seven. like everybody's trying to cash in on what Game Pass is doing at this point. They're like, yo, this is working for Microsoft. They got millions I mean, of people on Game Pass. Yeah. But they laughed at it when it was first announced. Yes, so. right. sure did. Sure <laughs> did. I was, look, I was skeptical at first, but there was motherfuckers harder than me going out there about that Game Pass. Talking about, oh, it's trash. Oh, y'all booty. Oh, this is not going to work. Right. And then, and then, oh, it's nothing without PC. Oh, and then, oh, we got the PlayStation now, and now we're at a point that everybody and their mama want to have a subscription service because they know that money that 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 generates dollars. They and may it's, not it's play money no that's, yeah. And see, if you think about subscription service, it's money that's guaranteed to come month to month. And this is why services yeah. are, are extremely important. I mean, if you think about it, uh, one game has to sell. They don't have to sell as much, you know, because it's, it's you know, 
it's just all about engagement. If you have 50,000, 60,000 people engaged in a title, well, you know that those 50,000 or 60,000 at least paying $10 a month, that's $6 million for that one title based on engagement. I can easily see how when you break it down for numbers, how these development houses are going to make money. That's why people, when I, I know when we were at uh, E3, I sat in on the panel and somebody asked the question, well, how with the new studios they were like how are the studios making money and tim and for me it was easy to understand but for somebody on the outside looking in who's you know purely looking at you know software sales it's hard for them to kind of get the gist of um, but it's all about engagement and what you can do to bring more players to that particular service and so i see i see square enix as they got i feel like their portfolio was extensive they got a lot of games that they can do it but i don't know just like ubisoft if it's enough is where I stand on it because Microsoft you know of course they have a huge set of uh, titles because of they, they target multiple publishers and multiple developers and they can have their own set of exclusives so for me it wor that works for them whereas Ubisoft and Square Enix they're much they're going to be smaller because they're essentially they're competing with other developers they're competing with other other publishers so um, I mean that's my stance on it what you think Sharice? First of all, honestly, I'm not gonna. I would be all over this. Um, I am a huge JRPG fan. Um, that's what I started playing a long time ago, and that's what I love to play now. One of the reasons why I hop back on Elder Scrolls Online because I just love RPGs. But we all know this is never coming to Xbox. Um, <laughs> why, why? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Why? Why do you say that? Please elaborate. Um, if anybody watched their announcements during E3, out of all of their games, only what one, two are coming to Xbox. The majority of them are going to um, Nintendo and PlayStation 4. I'm not mad at them. That's their business model. Do what you do, make your money. But they're not gonna give us those same games because honestly, that's one of the things that Sony has banked on is majority of their of Square Enix games coming to the Sony platform. Right. Um, they're not gonna company, let Japanese yeah. publisher, yeah. They're not gonna let that go without a fight. So I, if this does come to um, fruition, I don't see this service coming to Xbox. So I'm not gonna sweat it until it actually does pop up and it's actually like a ad at the bottom of my screen saying sign up for this. I'm not gonna really believe it, get my hopes up for it. But it would be nice if it was there. Like I'm not even gonna lie, it would be tempting to buy, but we know it's not coming. Yeah, I don't know. I. Uh, as far as platform support, I mean, I can see them trying to support Xbox for this because they, think about it, the more they make it, uh, you know, available for everybody, the more money they will make. But True. at the same time, all their games, you're right, it's already localized and set for PlayStation 4 and PC. So it's like, why they make the extra effort to put on Xbox if you're not going to get the same level of engagement? I mean, you might have a point there. I'm not gonna lie now. If it was like, if they say day and day one, this is gonna be Xbox and PlayStation. Like honestly, if the price is right, they um, they getting my money. Um, just so, for the back catalog. But, but think about this now. You, you got to start thinking about it long term, right? Because if you like fifteen dollars times how many companies? If let's say you want Game you ain't Pass, never and then you get the ultimate, so that's like fifteen dollars a month. And then you got you want Ubisoft because it's Splinter Cell. Let's say they drop a new one, you want that? You like boom? I want to pay sixty though. But let me get this subscription. So boom, that's like thirty dollars. And then you got another subscription. You're trying to get Square Enix. You're throwing that on top of that. Then you got Amazon, Netflix, HBO. I'm drowning, cause that's right. <laughs> you have, I think, I think in a way, you have to list which ones you you is a maybe. Like okay, um, Amazon, Netflix, and Hulu. Like we getting that. That's that's staying regardless. Yeah, that's, that's like, game. Ball. 
Yeah. Like like Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. and Amazon already got to be down. They they, yeah. they they got to be there. They have to be. They, there. That's there. I'm too I'm too patched into Amazon's ecosystem for me to let that get cut off. So we end that one. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Live. Um, yes, we we're up in that one. Um, and then the other ones are iffy. Um, somebody just said EA Access. EA Access I, Origin. Shut up. You know what? The only time I renew my EA Access is when there's a game coming out that I want to buy. I renewed it for Anthem. And I think for two months. And then I let it go. And then I'm going to renew it again for Dragon Age 4. And then I'm going to let it go. Um, <laughs> is that bad? But no. I'm sure I'm not the only person that does that. Um, but yeah. I just you just somebody, I guess you got to make a list. Like, I'm going to get the Disney one. Um, you can keep that. Oh, yeah, you know you want to. <laughs> back, you don't want to watch Mulan with me? Is that what you're saying? Damn, don't do me like that. Like I'm alive. Spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you. Oh, man, watch. don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Don't we can watch Mulan. <laughs> we can watch. Okay, um, uh, we got, we got, uh, Lion King. You know you're going to watch Hey, I stuff forgot about me. Disney Plus, too. Like, jeez. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, just for the back catalog alone, it's going to be awesome. And then they got the Marvel. Like, see, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. So, yeah, and then oh, DC Universe. Like, it has the old school Batman um, cartoons, Young Justice, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Of course, I have that one also because just with the cartoons alone, yeah. the, the so, back catalog. But check this out. So now, you, all that stuff you name, you at like easy one hundred eighty dollars a month. Like, uh yeah, yeah, because I oh, because Hulu. I <laughs> Hulu, I pay for Hulu Live, so that's forty dollars right there. Right, you girl, right. no. That's what I'm saying. I, I couldn't. That's just too much. That's just too and much. And like, you can't watch it all. Like, it's just it's one of those things. Yeah, it's impossible. You can't. You can't. What the time? You gonna find the time? You can't watch it all. Like, so, can you play it all? Nah. nah. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I'm so. on the Game Pass, like, yo, like, what can I play? And I'm looking at all these games, like, I got to pick maybe about three out of all 130, 140 games. Like, you can't. It's, uh, it's one of those okay. things difficult to do. So. And then when they, if you have the Game Pass app on your phone, which I do, they see you notifications. Hey, we recommend this game for you. They just load. I'm like, don't do this to me. <laughs> and then how you can preload it from your phone to your console. You're like, yeah, let me download this while I'm at work. I'm <laughs> like, this. Why they do like I know and I ain't got time to play this. This is why right. I need a schedule. Like, lady, you supposed to set me up a schedule when I supposed to play my games. There's too many games. Who said that? You said it. Well, you when did been, I? You might have been tipsy, so you might not remember. Man, was it on a Friday? Then you might be right. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, so let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Um, all right. So now that the uh, just to kind of move on, you know, I mean. I mean, we're going to do what we do. I don't know. Like, it still hasn't been officially confirmed yet in regards to screen is, but we'll see. Um, so, I want to ask you, ladies, this last week, but I'm going to go ahead and just ask it now. Now that the dust has settled, what is your most memorable moment of E3 2019 since we all were there? Oh. Damn. Conference or just everything? The whole to, experience? No, no, let, me, let me clarify. If you had to pick one thing that was like the most memorable thing like yo like when you think about E3 2019 that's what you think about Kiana Reeves Cyberpunk and him coming out on stage say Kiana um, <laughs> yes and the whole like the whole auditorium just stood up and like it, gave yeah. him a standing ovation like yeah. I'm gonna remember that for some years that shit was awesome um, I don't care what nobody say the people at home didn't see that but like literally everybody stood up and clapped for him it was awesome 
Yeah. So okay. what what about you, uh, lady? What do you what do you think? What was your most memorable? <sighs> okay. You think of 2019? What do you think about? Boom! It just pops in your head. Grown Women Gaming was at the Xbox briefing, all in attendance, watching the same conference live. That's memorable yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Because, because uh, what last year we 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 wasn't together. I don't believe it. I don't think we were together. You didn't you didn't get in the briefing last year, did you, Sharice? Yes, yeah, she did. I thought she yeah, did. She, but she was. Yeah, I didn't get in yeah. the fan fest. She got oh. to the briefing. It was just seeing my girls, seeing my girls like next to me, and then I look somewhere in the back upper row, and then Sharice somewhere in there. And just seeing their reactions to the games in general is what's memorable for me. Um, and that's raw fun. emotions. That's raw emotions. You know, you can't you can't butter that up. You can't you can't fake that. When you see those trailers and those release dates and those and the spoilers and stuff like that, you see raw emotion with actual fans from Xbox. Feel that's me? right, yeah. And and that's what's important because that's you're supposed to feel like that for your preferred console, your preferred outlet of gaming. You know, you want them to succeed, right? And I, I feel that they did. And just seeing my comrades' emotions throughout the whole conference means a lot to me. Was that me. too deep? No, was that was that good. Deep? That was good. No. I mean, it, it kind of got me in the heart. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. <laughs> but, you know, I understand where you're coming from with it. For me, it had to be the spot, man. Like, the, the, the flat that we had. Oh, yeah. Like, yo, that, yeah. When I think of, of E3 2019, I'm going to think of that, that at night. Like, that view with the lights. That view was and, nice. That I view mean, was nice. That view was so nice. So... I'm gonna think oh, of that flat. Oh, lady, how about and um, because I tagged the building in our photos that I posted. How about they liked our photos? I'm oh, really? Saying, yeah, oh, yes. Nice. Especially of us at the pool, they liked little. So I was like, oh, look at this. <laughs> that's what's that's up. What's up. Yeah. So for me, like when I think that's, that's the first thing that pops in my head, like that, that red, and then they had like the card with the red and gray, and then the I mean. It was just because we was all in one spot and we were able to, you know, kind of hang out, chill, eat, chill, talk, like in one spot. Because usually we're spread out, you know what I mean? Like you're at you're a, whole, a different place, uh, room. Sharice is at, you know, somewhere else, and I'm some like we all spread out typically. But we were kind of we were all together, and uh, it was just it was a it was a great experience. Um, so yeah. Absolutely, yeah. That's Especially like the mornings of. after we got up, like right. yeah, Who, was, like thinking about we food. just did that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're like Sunday morning, cause oh my gosh, <laughs> I, I was like, oh. it was and it then, was a fun night. Dressed for like Spire, like that's a memorable moment too. We were getting dressed, and then we both like kind of put on something really nice, and then we changed to be casual. <laughs> we like bump that. We going casual. <laughs> Yo, I had an outfit that in my mind, right. It was amazing, right? But the execution was trash. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be late, man. And then I looked at my, I looked at my, I'm like, you know what? So I'm like, lady, if you going casual, I go casual, fam. You wear jeans, okay? I got you, fam. I will match. So you won't be the only one casual there. We just go casual, you know? Yeah. So we just, I wore, the, I wore the boots though. I kept yeah. the boots on. But yeah, everything the boots else, cute. Thank you. Um, but definitely, it was. Yeah, it was something that was planned and it wasn't planned like it was, and you had to adjust to 
things. So and then that was me great. wrestling with my hair every morning, like yo, I ain't got no gel, I ain't got no brush, fam. Like what I'm gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so many cool things that's like, but not even gaming related. That was so memorable. Um, <laughs> so we should do it again in the future. <clears throat> Meet up somewhere. About that. About that. Meet up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> You know, make it easier. Everybody should travel somewhere else. Let's just throw a dart at the map and go there. Hey, you know. hey. that's you talking about P Diddy style money. We ain't got that over here. <laughs> hey, I had to go at like you know tourist time. You know, just pick the off season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it, things gonna change a little bit. Cause, you know, I'm gonna be in the Pacific Northwest, so it's gonna be like, man, you know, as far as going to like either and stuff, it should be a little bit a tad bit easier. You know, what I mean, the flight and all that. Um. So, I definitely if, if if next year we can cop that same spot I would. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not. No, because I'm still scared of the heights though. The heights was killing me. Heights yeah, killing we would me. go out onto the balcony and lady would sit right <laughs> beside the door. She was not getting close to any end. It was funny when Mad Queen was up there. She didn't care. She just licking all over the 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 rail. I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, Mad Queen, can you please like get away from the rail? Oh, I'm, I'm like, I was scared for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm do. trying to take a picture. She's like, "Y'all, I need you to move. Come closer. I need you to." I'm like, "I'm just trying to get a shot." Right. All right. All right. So let's get back on topic. Let's get back on topic. All right. So E3. Speaking of E3, uh, saw fewer attendees this past year. Um, so for to give you an example, last year they were sixty nine thousand two hundred attendees. This year it was sixty six thousand one hundred attendees. So that's roughly what uh, three thousand less um, people at the show. And mm -hmm. um, of course, you have one a booth that was outside of the expo as well, which kind of thinned things out a little bit. Um, so I want to get you ladies thought on that thought on that. You know, do you think that three thousand um, was it felt for you? Was it significant, or you think that was just mostly Sony? It mostly was mostly Sony. Mostly Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Those diehard Sony fans actually decided not to come because their thing of choice was not there. The platform of choice, um, yeah. You know, I'm, I can't. I can't really be mad at them. Um, I get mad when my stuff is not at the grocery store when I go to buy it, so I don't buy it. So same thing. Yeah. Um, but hey, it wasn't as crowded. So yeah. You know. Um, yeah. I, mean, I don't. Three thousand though. I mean, to me, I look at these numbers like I look at sixty-six thousand, sixty-nine thousand, and three thousand to me is not that lot. Not a lot. You know, when you in, in the grand scheme of it, they still got sixty thousand plus people at the show. Um, so that's lost that's, revenue though. Lost that's a lot. Though. But they, well, the potential revenue was that they not just the two fifty a pop just to get in, mm -hmm. but concessions, store merchandise, stuff like that. All right. that you got to take that into account too, because uh, twenty eighteen it was crowded. You really had to. Oh my god, yeah. it was really crowded. Um, but twenty nineteen it was it was not as crowded. You can you can see stuff. You can uh, lines were shorter, so you can be able to play games. L less, you know, less lines were like at max, but you felt it. You felt it. But you know, it was it was it was like a majority of the people that didn't show up is the is the Sony preferred console owners that didn't want to go, and then they felt that two fifty was not enough for it, them it to been, go. It could have been Sony staff too. You know what I mean? Because like they're, because I think they're considered like um, their industry. I mean, so I don't know if they're considered attendees as well, but I feel like it's more. Um, I mean, their studios would normally be there. Their booth would be there with you know they have their marketing people. So that would say that's a few hundred or so. 
so i'm i'm estimating that about i don't know majority of this would be like you said fans you know you have 80 people that's representing sony they go to that go to the expo and then you so the majority of it you're right would be like fans who felt like shoot sony the sony's not there i'm not gonna go or they felt salty about how 2018 was organized i mean they're just now getting it right like they finally got the spreading the 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 um what is it the the booths out wide enough so people can walk around more better i mean because 2017 and 2018 man it was a wrap it was like sardines in that piece that's that's oh my word God. yeah didn't they say they was trying to like um not necessarily lower the, the amount of people there but it was a, it was overcrowded right so, so they spread it every, spread everybody out yeah and yeah that, that's smart because it's more it's a lot of room to walk around they have more seating available you can sit down and take a break you know i mean they did a better job to me as far as organizing the show so it felt more like it used to feel back in 2015 2016 when it was like a smaller show um and i i personally appreciated that because i'm pretty sure they heard all the complaints about people complaining that uh that you know oh it is too many people you can't get to the games you can't talk to the publishers so by them spreading things out a bit i think it helped the show overall um definitely so do you guys have one they want to speak on anything else on that or y'all want to wrap 2019 uh, up with a bow and just leave it be what it is yeah yeah it is what it is oh, man finally. okay awesome. it's a pretty bow and it's draped in green <laughs> Girl, no, it's draped in purple. purple. Ooh, oh, purple, okay. <laughs> Red. But anyway, um, so <laughs> all right, so we we got some little bit some news that, that came out um this week, and uh, there's an article talking with, with Phil Spencer saying that cloud gaming will not replace consoles, and we consider it as an additive um, to gamers. So, how do you ladies feel about that? Will you be participating in cloud gaming? Did you get to try X Cloud? Um, and so, do you think that you know, Xbox is employing smoke on this in regards to like, oh, cloud gaming is not going to replace consoles, or do you really think that it's just going to be an additive because consoles, I mean, cloud can never replace um, physical hardware. So anybody can chime in. Um, I think okay. I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go, go first before okay. I forget my train of thought. Um, I, I'm, I agree with him. I don't think this is going to replace console gaming. Um, there's nothing about, nothing beats sitting back in your chair pulling up your um, game. You got the best um, TV settings. You got the best system, regardless what your system of choice is. You got something to drink. You got your snacks. You you know, whatever. You got your whole setup, and nothing's ever going to beat that. Now, to me, um, the xCloud is more like if you're traveling. Like, I'm finna, uh, next month, I have a whole week conference that I have to go to in Athens. Um, I'm not taking my system with me, but... It's the X Cloud and all that would be perfect for this. And if I if I had it then, I would definitely, you know, do what I need to do to um to use it then. So I don't think X Cloud and all of these services are going to take away console gaming. So I kind of agree with that one. Yeah. What about you, lady? Oh, cloud gaming. You know, I be I be. It depends on your internet, man. Or that part. Wife. That, that, that's what because I mean if you don't have like a strong enough connection to at least to meet the minimum um it won't be good you know mm. are you, you smart like it's for a speed bandwidth and stuff yeah 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 okay because um it looked good 
at the uh, the showcase uh, when we went to E3, but that was a controlled setting. You know what I mean? Well, they said the servers were like 400 uh, miles away. Well, not 400, something like that. 400 miles away or something? Mm. Something like that. Um, for it to for cloud gaming to replace consoles, whoever's who's I don't who said that because you know, some people you got people you got these fanboys, got people on Twitter, they're paranoid that you know, consoles are gonna go away, and you know, with Xbox, Microsoft, and Sony, and all these Nintendo, even all thinking about streaming, cloud gaming, and things like that, to where it's you know, it's gonna replace consoles a lot of people feel that way or think that way and, and i don't think that's ever out, gonna happen like, nah yeah <laughs> it's like if, if they really was thinking about replacing consoles why would they even announce project scarlet now stadia on the other hand that's a whole nother conversation yeah we ain't got time for that one they, they, they some say look i heard from insiders that it's gonna be straight trash <laughs> oh not- my gosh <laughs> like I, I i look i'm gonna tell you right um Someone went to eat. Someone I know went to E3. Someone that's not in the Twitter world or in the video game world, just somebody who's industry in the gaming, told me right. He said I went there, I checked the stuff out, and then I then we were talking about Google, the Australia. I was like, you gonna go get that, fam? He said no. I was like, why? He said, man, ain't no games gonna be out there. It's gonna be. I was like, so uh, 140 was it 129, 149 for the system? Uh, I said, is that worth the money? He said, nope. I said, cool. <laughs> wait, wait, where you wait, 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 where you getting the cost from? You said how much? How much you said it's gonna cost? Yeah, then they really they released a price a couple last week. Boy, what's the price? It's like one forty nine. Uh-huh. For yeah. the black one, yeah, for the yeah for the system, and then you reserve your gamer tag or some like founders package or something, something within that range. But hold they up, did hold show up, hold up. it's a console. Or yeah, the, just... the the box. The, yeah, the, the box. Yeah, you, you didn't you didn't know that they put out hardware. Man, I didn't stadia? Yeah. Man, stop. No, they didn't. Girl, look it up. Look it up. You didn't see the people on Twitter no. like, yo, I'm about to I pre-ordered the Google Stadia package, blah blah blah. I was like, for real? But y'all don't know what kind of games they got? But you know what? I also see, heard I, that this was dead on arrival, also. Like, this this is not something that's actually going yo 120 yeah somebody in the chat said 129 for the founders edition um and it's a box it's an so actual yeah. physical box it's yeah. a physical box yeah well, how did i miss this um, news oh my god i'm surprised it, 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 it came out like the tail end of e3 and nobody paid attention nobody that that shit got buried too um oh wait they said no hardware so maybe it's not a hardware but i remember seeing i remember they seeing the controller. controller i see the controller and they got this little this little little small little gizmo that you Attach or something. That's Maybe that's what, what I was thinking. Okay, so yeah, you get the controller, and that's it. And then you gotta saw log, log into it. But I found it. it's one twenty nine. So you get the controller, a Chromecast device. Oh, we got so it come with a Chromecast. Three months of Stadia Pro, Destiny two, uh, your your gamer tag name or whatever, and your buddy pass. What the heck is a buddy pass? Okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, for one thirty. And yeah. so, what's the monthly cost? Yeah. Ooh. Can we guess? I'm using the system in quotation marks. If the system is 129, I found it. Okay. okay, what is it? I found it. It says, what's thing? It says 8.99 pounds. This is the UK's price. So it was at $10? Roughly. Yeah. Roughly. 
Oh, I can look this up real quick. But uh, ten dollars a month. See, they nickeling that, and then they got they got. Well, see, they got a free tier. They got a free tier. They got a Stadia free tier, which is oh, after, so I guess after you pay that one thirty, then you can play the Stadia base, which is free, and you play games up to one eight ten eighty p sixty frames per second, and you can buy whatever games you want. Man, I, you still gotta buy games. See, this is how this is why Game Pass and and uh is gonna be dope because you gonna already have your library. This is um, to me, I feel like it's it's dead in the water simply because you won't have your games. Like you can't take your games to Stadia. How do you transfer your games to Stadia? Like they they, they have save. to save your game saves your game saves. They, no no I'm just saying like they gonna have to answer that. Like how how am I gonna transfer I, my honestly, game saves? That they still working on that because of the des the Destiny too because you're supposed to be able to transfer your saves from this from PlayStation or Xbox to this system. But they haven't announced how that's gonna work yet because I've been keeping up on that part. Um, so basically, but go ahead. I don't see this where I don't to me. This is basically for a way for Google to make YouTube more relevant because of Twitch and Mixer and all these other streaming platforms. Shoot, they're losing out on this. YouTube is you, crazy popular. What are you talking about? It's still true, but there are other platforms and they don't want to lose any of them coins. They're trying to get it all. So if you stream directly to um, YouTube using this, that's what they're trying to do. And to me, that's what they're because they still, then they're going to get paid on the back end with ads and um, stuff like that. Man, DOA. <laughs> 2019. I'm telling you now, this this ain't gonna be popping. It ain't gonna be popping. It ain't gonna be. Popping. I mean, I, I do Somebody worry about developers. I do I do worry about developer support because, like, if you gotta restructure your game, this one is to support Stadia. Like, I mean, I hate to keep using Xbox example, but I mean, you don't gotta do anything. To put, you know, just gotta put your game on Xbox and it works on cloud on Xbox. So uh, that's gonna be the advantage. The uh, only thing I can see Stadia really taking off is if they do that whole YouTube implementation, like where you watching a trailer and then you can click play now and play it. I think that would be great. And even still, they gotta you the, the consumer has to buy the game. It's not like they get to play the game scot free. You know, they still gotta buy the game. Um, I don't know how we got into this like whole this, you know Google Stadia topic, but. I mean, I guess we're talking we about, were cloud. talking about cloud. Yeah. <laughs> talking about cloud saving because, uh, and cloud streaming because, yeah. they trying to do that too. Yeah. But I can see the pitfalls. Like, cause before I was just, you know, when I first heard Stadia, I'm like, yo, I mean, we already knew X Cloud was already announced, da, 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 but now when you hear the details, it make you a little bit more skeptical as to what they're going to be able to provide. So you get a Chrome stick and a controller for 130, basically. Thanks, Mitchie. Isn't um, that like overpriced though? Because kids, how much is the controller by itself, and how much is the Chrome? The controller, um, I can't believe the controller is one twenty nine. Like that's that part me off. Like, cause how much can you get? How much is the Xbox One controller? The Elite or regular? No, no, regular. Like, like seventy nine ninety nine. Right, and 70, this controller, yeah. I, mean, I hate to say it, but the Stadia controller looks kind of cheap. <laughs> it looks cheap. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I kind of did. Uh, it just looked like. They didn't care about the design or the aerodynamics of the control. It looks just like, yeah. I mean, I guess I have to hold it in my hand to really see if it's, you know, perfect. It looks like it doesn't have the weight that you need in the controller. Like if you, like if you get really into a gaming session and you like hold the controller really hard, it's like it's gonna crack. That's what the Stadia controller looks like to me. Yeah, and then the uh -huh. analog stick placement. They chose the PlayStation placement with the two analog sticks at the bottom. Like, it's something about those staggered analog sticks, fam. Like, y'all should have just. I feel like no research was done, is all I'm saying. Like, no research was done. Um, 
And granted, we could be wrong. You know, they probably put a lot of R and D in this, but mm. yeah, it's it's, mm. it's it's a no for me, boss. It's a no for me. Um, all right, we'll move on. Then. We'll move on. Then during the E three, uh, Xbox announced. Excuse me, Xbox Game Studios announced that they're going to be acquiring the studio Double Fine. Um, I don't know if I don't know how familiar you you all are to Double Fine their games and what they make and stuff like that they made this game that i personally love back in the day on og xbox called psychonauts mm -hmm. um and so they're going to be you know of course breaking their titles future titles to the xbox platform first party and so i want to kind of get you ladies idea on what you what would you like to see from double fine like what would you like to see them create or make or if there's an old ip you like to see them break back their specialty is action adventure games and you guys know me. That's my personally. That's my favorite genre. So, um, what would you guys like to see from Double Fine? I want Brutal Legend. <laughs> a sequel to Brutal Legend? Yes. Mm. See, I never played that. Uh, it always looks silly to me. You know, I heard it was a fun game, but it just looks silly. I want to see. I, I want them to remake it. Mm, like full on reboot. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Cherise? I'm not gonna lie. I I'm not familiar with their catalog. Um, I think I remember not even Psychonauts. I think I remember you playing that. I think that's um, I think it's Game Pass back compat too, fam. I'm just saying. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. <laughs> but um, I remember and everybody like I remember you talking about this game and everybody talks about Brutal Legend. Um, it, I think I even have a shirt and I don't even know why I have the shirt. But I would like to see. I'm I'm a fan of action adventure games. They're not my favorite, but I'm a fan. I want to see what something they have seemed to have like a weird sense of humor and I'm kind of weird myself and I so I like that um I want to see what they can do in the future I want to see what they have with the funds that they have now the resources they have I want to see what they can do with a brand new IP um yeah that way I, you know I don't have to be um because I feel like since they Psychonauts 2 is going to come out I feel like I don't know the characters and I feel stupid jumping in right now like Game Pass fam saying it's a great game too like i see if it was a bad game that's a great game you know it's very weird you know obscure kind of style and it's but it's telling a story you know so it's it's pretty dope and it's like it's old school so it's those linear story based um single player action adventure game i mean super old school i absolutely love it um i actually i'm, I'm probably gonna try to play back you know replay through it but um but yeah and now brutal legends like i said i never really got into brutal legends um, and I know Jack Black, he voiced the main character of that game. They even made the character, like some of the music was by um, the group that Black Jack Black is in. So uh, Tenacious, Tenacious D. Tenacious D, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so it's um, it should be interesting. I, I, mean, I They also got a, a brand new game they announced for E3 called Rad, um, R-A-D. And that junk is weird. It's super weird. You guys have to look it up and see the trailer. Um, it's super 80s kind of. But it's called Rad, and uh, so yeah, they so they already got some games kind of in the works. We don't know what they got going on behind the scenes. You know, typically when Microsoft has been picking up these these studios, they already have like a game coming out and then a game in the works. So we don't know like what they're working on. But it's it's overall it's going to be pretty interesting, interesting to see. Um, so yeah, what I like to see from them is pretty much what they're doing. I wanted a Psychonauts too, so I'm glad they're doing a sequel to that game um because to me the characters they they are it's super, it's super uh underrated like the psychonauts main character could be like as big as like a mario or a sonic because he's just that kind of a character 
you know especially the abilities that he's able to get and stuff like that so um if anybody hasn't ever heard of these games or anything like that definitely check them out uh, so yeah all right that's that's pretty much what i had anything else you guys want to mention on double fine or any other xbox game studios uh at all let move on or? i just yeah. ready to see what they have it's always a waiting game. It's always a waiting game. Yeah, and, and this could take two years, right? We don't know exactly how long it's going to take for any of these studios to come to, you know, to start showing stuff. I mean, Bleeding Edge on uh, was dope, but I mean, how long did that take? That game was in development for what three and a half years. So, I mean, we don't know how long these these studios are going to take to get ramped up. But just imagine they got fifteen studios now. They're going to be able to all of a sudden have a cadence of releases. You know, where you're going to have eight studios coming out one year, then the next year, another eight, then the next year. They're going to be able to finally get on a cadence of every two years or every two and a half, three years. And it is, as, an, as an Xbox uh, fan, that makes me excited. Like, yo, we're finally going to start getting titles on a steady release instead of having to wait, you know, year after year. Three, five for Halo, years. Gears, and Forza. <laughs> right. Hey, look, Gears, and Forza. <laughs> I was like, you got me started, man. <laughs> Oh man, but um, all right. So speaking of Xbox, as it's typically on this show anyway, um, their low tier. There was rumored that their low tier next generation console may have been canceled. Um, we we all know about Scarlet. They showed it on stage at E3 during a press conference and all that. But they also had another tier, a lower tier console that was kind of a half step between the Xbox One X and the Scarlet. Um, that was going to be at a, like a lower price point. So, I mean, that's what was speculated. Nobody, they didn't officially announce anything. So, really, it's all up to up and air and speculation in general. But um, that particular console, Lockhart, was was canceled. So, I want to, um, do you think that Microsoft should have moved forward with that console? Or do you think that Xbox One X is viable enough? Especially if it's if it's forward compatible, like most people have been speculating. I think, I think that the Xbox One S, X, X is viable enough. They don't need... I don't think they need a low tier uh, Project Scarlet. I don't think so. Um, yeah, and then like the price, because I mean, I think about from a price perspective, mm-hmm. it's going to cost what, like three ninety nine, two ninety nine, and then they're going to have the Scarlet possibly being what four ninety nine. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, the Xbox One X is already at that price point. By that, by the time Scarlet come out, the Xbox One X price is going to be sliced. It's yeah. going to be cheaper. So it's kind of, and you know, cheap is good with me because you know (laughs) it. (laughs) Because if they if they knock that like how how far will they knock down the X though when Project Scarlet comes out? Right, like to me, look, think about the X right now. It can already do uh, games at a great frame rate and at a great resolution. I don't think there's so pretty. Yeah, so so, pretty, and it's stable. So I don't, I don't think there's a need for like Lockhart. I see a lot of people, like a lot of podcasts I've listened to, and other people I've you know read comments about it on Twitter. It's like they're torn. They 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 feel like they should still release Lockhart. I'm like, in my opinion, like like um, lady said, it's not needed. Like Lockhart. You know, like I said, it's a half step, and it'll cost the same as the Xbox One X. To me, at that point, it's pointless. It's pointless. You like wasting your money on on lesser stuff. Well, you yeah. can get the same price to get the best of the last gen, which was the X. So, personally, that I, it don't matter because it's either going to be the X, the the best X I can find when they cut the price, or the latest 
Project Scarlet. It's one of the two. It shouldn't be no in between because right. then you're then you're wasting money on on hardware that's may or may not get sold fast enough. And then nobody don't want the low tier version of the new shit anyway. Right. Who wants that? Hey, they looking at it like iPhone. You know, how iPhone has the iPhone, the the what the R, the S. They have those different half step phones and so oh I mean, really oh so so that's how you're gonna do me i mean that's how I, <laughs> <laughs> you, th- I, you think i didn't wasn't gonna catch that i'm just saying you know there's some half step phones you know what i'm saying it's not like it's an I, iphone x you know what i mean but so, so it's like, you know, a galaxy is like so like a galaxy and a galaxy 9s and a galaxy note plus and a galaxy right that's what i'm saying exactly like, okay like <laughs> like yeah, they don't. I don't. I mean, I'm on the mindset. They don't need. They don't need Lockhart. I think. I think they were smart to, to to stop R and D on it. Boom. Focus on one console. Bring out one console and cut the price of the X. And boom, you got your two platforms right there. People, just, and especially if they still if they make it four compatible, meaning that like games that come out for the Scarlet will still be playable on Xbox One X. Uh, any in future games, you know. So if they do it that way for compatibility with the X, then yeah, it's a done deal. Because most people be like, man, shoot, bump that. I can just get the X. It's cheap. Yeah. And I can play the games that's coming out. You know, if they do that, they got a win-win, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so yeah, let's talk about... I'm, Go ahead. I'm still rocking my X, and um, I don't think I've even had a whole year. I most likely will not be upgrading straight up off the rip because my X is still bomb. Um, it's so quiet. Like I got my like literally uh, right here. I'll be. I am. I am the opposite. It sounds like a chest. <laughs> like I can't even. Especially when he like it starts doing downloads and stuff. Like you don't even hear it. It's Man, so quiet. Lucky you, um, girl. Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky yeah, you. You, yeah, you don't have to upgrade you. Yeah, we're gonna we have, have to. Because girl, this thing is <laughs> it's a it's an amazing salt piece of hardware man it looks so nice like it does. Felt, oh it's so sleek it's so pretty yeah oh. yeah i love the and i got like the i got the scorpio edition so it's got like this cool gray black two-tone Ew. it's dope <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's dope. okay it's okay baby we're gonna it's get okay. you that's, that's, that's all on, good lady you're gonna, you're gonna be upgraded eventually don't worry about that yeah of course no no it's one day it's gonna one day it's gonna crap out on me and then <laughs> so i have no choice but to replace it <laughs> One day it's gonna have to. One day, the only I, look if it's running till the wheels fall off for me, it is. And people don't understand like not everybody gonna be able to afford the new, new, new everything every round. Right. right. So you and gotta be yeah, you gotta be conscious of what, how much you spend on, on these consoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because think about it. If Scarlet comes out, let's say the, let's say it comes out at this ridiculous price point, like five ninety nine. I'm not gonna want to buy that. I'm like that's high, like. To me, four ninety nine is a sweet spot. Three ninety nine, of course, that's great. But I'm like, yo, keep it as cheap as you can get it. I would even want them to take like a, a hit on it. Just what if they keep... drop that shit at two ninety nine? They ain't gonna. That's, that's not. Gonna ain't happen. no damn way. Ain't nope. no damn way. <laughs> like if we if we in a if in a I guess perfect world, they just trying to break even and they say two ninety nine. That's too they cheap. What... That's not gonna happen. Like three ninety nine, I can believe. Yes, three ninety nine. To me, that's a sweet spot. They need to hit that three ninety nine price point, like, and but right they now, will not. well, they maybe not because, because check this maybe. out. Because think about it: if the Xbox One X is, if the price of the Xbox One X gets, what is it right now, four ninety nine? I think mm-hmm. if it's, it's three ninety nine, <laughs> that's the price point you want to hit. And then you like for it compatibility, and then they released the the um, 
the scarlet at four well four ninety nine. Boom. To me, I think that's they win. That that's to me that's best of both worlds. But I don't. I, I can't see it two ninety nine. I, I don't see how they would come out with a console. What you thought this was Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Wait, that. Speaking of Nintendo, y'all saw that rumor about the new um Switch they released? Yeah, the Switch Mini. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Who cares? <laughs> I care. I think. I mean, I won't buy it. I already got. I got the. Okay, regulars. Delilah. How many times you played your Switch? When you was at E3. Dang, you do me like that. Oh my god. <laughs> she did. She did. She did. She threw it right up under the bus for Delilah. How oh many times did she play your Switch? I'm just saying. None. I had it in the I had brought it and everything. Had all the stuff to hook it to the TV. It just sat in the But question, question. That's because we were there. If you was there by yourself, you'd have, would you have hooked it up. Girl, when you guys was when you went swimming, like I was just like laid out. It was no way I was gonna play anything. So it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked out anyway. I just think, I mean, I play it when I'm on the flight and I'm you know I'm on a plane or whatever because it's convenient, it's portable. That's the whole point. But I don't see myself buying a, a you know a Switch Mini. I just don't see it because you can't the Joy Cons don't come off. Like I don't see it happening. Um, now for kids and stuff like that, I can see that working out perfectly for them. Um, and, it, and if it still has the ability to hook up to the TV, then definitely. But I, right now, just the way it stands, nah, it's just not for me. Nah. But what? The, the, how much is the Switch? What, two ninety nine? Yeah, it hasn't dropped in price See, ever. And Nintendo never drop. They 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 really strict on their pricing. They don't hardly they hardly ever drop their prices like that. Um, rarely. I'm I'm trying to think about the last time they dropped in price. They don't. Not their games even stick. Like you know, Nintendo. I mean, excuse me, the Mario's and the Zeldas. They don't really drop price like that. So I think the only thing you can is like you find a bundle around Black Friday or during the, right, um, right. the Christmas. Like you can find a bundle, but it's not necessarily like a discounted price. You just find a bundle. Yo, um, did I tell you guys Black Friday is the day I get paid? It's about to go down. Oh yeah, my god, it's, it's falling on the same day finally, huh? Oh fuck, girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I was like, yes. So hopefully, I give me a nice little sweet sale. Yeah. Not for no Nintendo Switch, but you know, <laughs> give me a nice early birthday gift. You know what I mean? I got you. I got you. <laughs> That's awesome. That fall game and being full effect. Man, dude, 2020 going to be broke year. I'm telling you, it's got so many stuff coming out that, that I definitely want to play. So it's going to be crazy. But, um,. So uh, just to kind of move on through the topics here, uh, Alpha Protocol, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that game, it's a game, an RPG, came out on 360 that was created by Obsidian Games, which is uh, the new first party title for Xbox Game Studios. Well, that game, Alpha Protocol, was delisted from Steam. And then we later found out, like I would say a week after that, that Obsidian had recently reacquired the rights to Alpha Protocol. So my question for you all is like, are you familiar with Alpha Protocol? You know, it being an RPG, um, or have you haven't ever heard of it? And is it something that you would like to see come back, so on and so forth? So anybody okay. can chime in. I'm not familiar with this game, but I see it. I can I can spot a depot when I see one. So. <laughs> um, for real. So if they took it from Steam, you already know they're gonna do something with it. Um, Obsidian, Obsidian has been um, a, a good record with me, like like as far as games. Yeah, with Fallout I, New Vegas. Yes. So, um, actually, I've been playing. I played Fallout New Vegas this week too. Okay, okay. I was watching her too. She was. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was it was kind of funny. No offense, lady. 
I know I was screaming like a little girl, man. You kind of was. How I was like, how I'm screaming like a little girl. I played this game so many times, but anyway, um, I will. That's a Debo. That's a Debo. They're gonna do. Look, either they're not gonna use it and just hold it down for for them, but they, but or they're gonna do something with it and. It be like that stiffs. When these companies get bought and and they have rights to their game, they got every right to take their stuff off Steam for whatever reason. So Steam slowly but surely is going to decline, even though it's the the mecca, the mecca of PC gaming. You can get you, but you can't get every. Now it's a point that you can't get everything from Steam. You can get you can get the, your favorite games from other platforms, right. and Steam is not going to be as popular as it used to be. Now, before I had, when I started playing video games on a regular, regular, it was like Steam till I die. And now, when I actually acquire the PC, it's like there's other platforms other than Steam if you want to go get these games. So, wow. ain't nothing Steam can do. That's a Debo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying because, like, I was just looking at some looked up some details on Alpha Protocol, and it's like uh, back when it was released, the game actually sold seven hundred thousand copies. But it's, it wasn't enough for Sega because Sega at the time they owned the rights to the game, and uh, so the developer Obsidian they was like they expressed interest to make it a sequel to the game, but they didn't. Just think about it, they didn't have the rights to make to call make that call or to make that um, to make a sequel. So they, like I said, they recently reacquired the rights to Alpha Protocol, which I mean, think if you think about it, they probably couldn't have done that without Microsoft's help. Like, they got that new money. That new money, right? Exactly. So now that they have the IP. I mean, I think it's a good chance we'll hear this as being one of their a game they jump on after they finish. Um, what is it, Outer Worlds or whatever? I could easily see them pivoting to this as a, put a second team on it or something like that. Um, but it definitely has me excited. Like I'm always, you know, down for new games, especially with this being an RPG. And these guys, they know how to make RPGs. So yeah, man, yeah. I mean. To um, me, seven hundred thousand copies is not bad I, in a month. They they sold seven hundred thousand copies in a month um, when the game came out. So you ain't got no, you ain't you ain't got rappers these days making seven hundred thousand. Facts. Stop. What? Stop. 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 Now see, that was straight shade. Now, yeah, it's am I lying? Am I lying? <laughs> You're not. That, that's beside still. the point. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Okay, first of all, um, I want everybody to go ahead and start putting your questions up and. Um, large letters that way we can find them later on yes, second yes. of all um we played this game in college delilah yep, yep. Um, um if you remember my ex-boyfriend had this game and he absolutely loved it i think he played it like two three times within like six months mm-hmm. um and i i don't think i played it but i remember watching him play it and it was kind of, people compared it to Mass Effect to a certain extent because they had branching storylines. Your choices um, affected the storyline. Yeah. yeah, they mattered, um, and it had it had the espionage and the use of some kind of soldier, but you also had like um, powers of some sort also. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would not mind seeing um, a story set in maybe not a remake, but a story set in this universe because um, I could see like this. This had a lot of maybe build on to this universe that way we can see what else is going on to it right. um so yeah i when they when i when they got it listed i was kind of upset and i was like oh nobody's gonna get to play this awesome game but then when i saw the, the rights and went back to them i was like oh yeah i was kind of like delala they been playing they about to do They're, something with this yeah, yeah. they're playing this song yeah so I mean, hopefully with their yeah. financials they couldn't have pulled this off like that's how i look at it like 
there was they were an independent studio they probably always wanted to make a sequel and now that they got the 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 power the 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 uh the lawyers and everything to make this kind of move it makes sense and they went to sega was like yo we want our title like we want the ip so i mean this to me gamers when stuff like this happened gamers win because mm-hmm. you know Alpha Protocol, you know you have some people that they probably have like their own little cult following. People probably love this game and stuff like that. It's kind of like how I am about Record. Like I feel like Record deserves a sequel. So I feel I'm excited for people who love this title and you know always wanted a sequel that possibly have a chance of getting one now. So yeah, will be interesting to see. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> so like we don't have any questions. I'm not seeing anything in the chat right now. Um, so, if we got one, one more topic oh yeah we got we got a couple more topics actually i was just, I was just checking just checking all right so the next topic is um i know you guys uh was paying attention to the news the the, the light amount of news that we had this this week dry uh, ass week yes very dry you guys it took forever to come up with like seven topics for this week <laughs> but um so gears gears five will not have microtransactions and so the model that they're currently using in gears four is not going to be used for gears five i want to get you guys opinions on this what you think and um they're going to have it to where it, you know you just, if you see something you want to buy you just buy it you know just purely cosmetic um and then, so there's no loot boxes you don't have to open it and hope that you get something things like that so so, so you telling me like if i play a gears five game and they got like an exclusive skin Instead of me spending twenty dollars on like a hundred loot boxes, I can just actually pay it for like a flat fee. Bam, just like that. Yes. They took it out. They took it out, which I'm happy about because I hate I hate, I can't stand loot boxes. You guys know we we discuss loot boxes so much throughout our show throughout the course of a year, yeah. and it's like I'm always on the same stance of I can't stand it. It shouldn't be in games, fam. And I'm old school. If I'm paying if I'm paying six dollars. I want six dollars worth of content, and I should have to pay for anything doggone else to get the full experience. Uh, so I'm old school in that fact, but so yeah, I mean, I think this is this is a, a plus. I mean, I think this is good. I think this is a result of Game Pass, like purely, because um, now you don't have to worry about the actual units sold. You worry about the engagement. So that's a and smart also move. that's what Destiny's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Destiny's um, free to play, right? Yeah, they were well, they officially they're going free to play in September, but their Eververse store is now. Oh, you want that item right there? You just pay money for that item, and that's what you get. You don't have to open up loot boxes and have to do all these random activities and hope you get it. You just go straight to the store, put your love whatever in, and you get that item. Oh, man, um, so, so what did what did um what when did they do this? When they patched this? When, when did this um, happen? I honestly I do not know. That's one of the reasons why I hopped back in Destiny because I was hearing all these changes and went to the Eververse store and it's like all these new changes. The whole store is completely different. Like mm-hmm. I can spend like a good ten minutes just looking through everything. You want stuff from previous seasons? Oh, it's right there. You want stuff from this season? Oh, it's right there. It's got a higher price, but it's you got to do it the latest and you just rip out your debit card and you do it. So that's, um, so that's that that's that independent bungee is what you're saying yes yes <laughs> yes they should have so, did that with destiny she yeah, but they was with activision so i know so <laughs> if this is what gears is gonna do i'm not i'm not upset about it. make your money i will happily buy that um golden market skin um that is coming home i hope they do that to halo oh girl yes oh give me the classic um master chief armor yeah because i know i know with uh with, with halo they had a similar system it wasn't quite as 
you know loot boxy if you will as gears but it definitely had like a similar feel same thing with forza horizon 3 i think it was so it's good to see them kind of revert on these things into and to like take these things out people because people complain about them and so this is a, this is definitely a good look this is uh, definitely a good look do you think um what about call of duty you think call of duty could be something like this or hell like, no like uh <laughs> lady what if i see you think siege could do this well, they kind of sort of do. Um, Wait, see, they does Siege have loot boxes? They have alpha packs, okay. uh, which you yes, you can buy, and then you get skins or whatever, whatever. But it's random, right? That's it's random. See, that's what I'm saying. But there's a but you can actually buy like there's a shop that you can actually buy skins or a bundle that has the the elite skin, the elite camo, the charm, the um the picture and the like the victory pose for like one fee so you know that's what you want because sometimes you can get elite skins off of alpha pack but that's that's a random but when you go to the shop at rainbow six siege you know exactly what you're getting before you even pay for it you know what you're getting oh, okay yeah mm -hmm. all, all right, right. Yeah, yeah all right and last and uh but not least topic is Amazon Game Studios. Amazon Game Studios laid off dozens of staff on the last day of V3. They um, thought they were slick about it. Nobody was going to notice. Nobody was going to notice. I'm like, it was, I hadn't seen Like, I've seen a little bit, but not like it hadn't blown up everywhere. Um, they laid off a dozen of staff. We I don't know specifically what, what teams this staff was on, but it was on the... It was on... Uh, was it... Um, 14th I believe it was uh, June 14th and that was literally the last day of E3 like so <clears throat> my thing is this uh, what games have game studios came out with this you know like that's the part that, that stands out to me the most it's like what games have they came out with well again because I'm piped into the Amazon ecosystem because you know there's nothing out here in um, the woods but Amazon they for the, if you have a Kindle Fire or a Kindle tablet, they have little small games for it. Uh, especially if you just got the if you got the old school Kindle, you can have like little word games, Scrabble, um, Word Find, Picture Find, stuff like that. Believe it or not, there's little games for the Kindle. And then for the if you get the actual tablet, the Kindle Fire, they have their own games for that that they've developed in house. So I'm assuming that's what these games are for. Mind you now, these games were free of charge. Right. Um, they were free to play, so you had to like microtransactions and stuff like that. Um, they were cute, um, quick little. Like it's not nothing in depth. I'm not even gonna lie to you on that part. It's just something to pass the time, like while you're, you know, looking for something else to read, or you're traveling from here to there. Um, uh, I haven't played one in years. I'm not even gonna lie. I literally forgot they even had a game studio. But so when I saw this article, I was politely shocked that they had actually um, had one, and then they fired everybody. So yeah. Wow. So it's, 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 you know, this stands out to me a lot because, you know, everybody know that Amazon swooped in and, and, uh, purchased the game, the studio Double Helix, who created, um, Killer Instinct for Xbox One, the reboot. Um, uh, Double Helix 
created the first iteration of that game and this was back in 2014 and so this, this stood out to me when i first saw it i'm like yo so what part they didn't go into too much detail about who they laying off but they said they really want to focus on twitch twitch prime and um amazon web services and other retail businesses within amazon but they didn't go into any details as to as to um what they focused on as far as like specific level was it double helix was it just some people in the aws division like or was it just twitch people like they didn't go into any details um but there are amazon game studios are working on like a couple games which is one game called new world and a game called crucible and they also canceled a couple of unannounced projects um so that's heavy because when you say you could you cancel like unannounced projects that could be a team of like 10 people working on a single game um Especially if it's like mobile based, like you were saying, Cherise, like it's, it's a lot of mobile based, like Kindle Fire. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always sucks when you see things like this happen within the industry, but sometimes it's necessary. And it's crazy because with a company as big as Amazon, you like, you guys should have the resources to be able to, you know, put people in different places to be able to be successful. Um, so. Again, but they didn't market it. Like, literally, if you did not look on the Amazon app or the Kindle app and like where it says extra games for Kindle, you would never know that it was there. If you did not have a Kindle, you didn't have no clue that this stuff was here. Um, and I get bored at three in the morning. So that's the reason I know. Mm. <laughs> wow. Did I answer this? All right. So we, we got us, we got questions. That was our last topic. So we definitely got oh, some questions. Okay. All right. So, so all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got a go question today. Yay. Yes, Yay, yes, I'm yes. Good. All right. First up is Xbox 448. Yeah. A lot of people are saying Xbox needs AAA IPs. I feel like they're actually asking for single player heavy story type games like PlayStation because they downplay Bleeding Edge and Blair Witch. Thoughts? Mm. I think you're right. Um, they want us to be Sony, but we are not Sony. Um let us have our little fighting games, our action shooters. Not everybody has to have the same thing. I wouldn't mind playing Spider-Man, but hey, I can finally buy a PlayStation for that shit. Yo, Spider-Man is the wrong example for me, fam. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a s strong story-based original IP from Xbox. I mean, we're not talking about uh, Hellblade because uh, it was strong, but it wasn't ours first. It was somebody else's first. We need some but I, I, it's like Xbox is more towards multiplayer playing with your friends. Uh, I rarely see, I see my friend list a lot. I rarely see like my friends playing a single player game. Mm -hmm. I see more of them play multiplayer games, party locked up, playing multiplayer games. Um, but that was that's their niche though. That's their niche. That's PlayStation's niche. They they got the strong, heavy single player games, and you know people. Are, are people just that's that's what they want mm -hmm. you know what i mean i personally don't care because i have both systems so whatever comes out on what game and if i'm interested in the story and if i'm interested in the gameplay i don't care if it's multiplayer or single player as long as i'm interested in it and then i'm a cop that i don't really care what people say online i really don't i start to i, I learned that i learned that the hard way about caring what other people thought online or what I had to say. Um, but Bleeding Edge. Fire. Okay. That game was dope. I got to play Blair it. Witch. 
Blair Witch? I don't know, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I I'll watch somebody that. else play it. <laughs> right, it's too scary. I don't know about Blair Witch. But yeah, I mean, when I boil down to it, it's what you, the individual, want. You know what I mean? And let them talk. Let people talk what they want to talk, but they ain't in your pockets. Yeah, you I mean, do what you want to do. You gotta do. count your own coins, fam. Like, yeah. Uh, so I look at this still a little bit different. I mean, I feel like the first the first part of your question is, does Xbox need tr- new AAA IP? Absolutely. Yes, they do. They need something more AAA outside of Halo, Gears, and Forza. I, I feel like um, they need to put their resources into, uh, you know, well, we already know they're acquiring studios. So we know the majority of the studios they acquire are AA. But you look at the initiative, clearly that's going to be a AAA studio just because of the level of talent they've been acquiring. You know that Playground Games is going to be another AAA um, studio. The second team for them is going to be a triple A AAA studio. So I feel like these games will come. It's just a matter of time. It's going to take time to get these games kind of fully flushed out before they head into production. So they're going to they're gonna come. Now, as far as PlayStation people or fanboys down playing Bleeding Edge, it's because if they, they don't have it. If, if this was a, a Sony uh, exclusive... It would be the best thing since like sliced bread. Like it'd be one of those things <laughs> that's on every uh, news article. You'll have digital digital foundry breaking down the different parts about the game, trying to look into the characters and stuff. This is happening simply because of the fact that this is a double A title from Ninja Theory that's not on Sony's platform. So they're gonna, they, you know, we already know that for some odd, bizarre, obscure reason that Xbox is the redheaded step stepchild of this generation. So with that being said, uh, I still I still absolutely agree that they need AAA, more AAA. Because even with those two, with Playground Games and with the initiative, I still think they need at least about two more uh, AAA titles. So um, Blair Witch, uh, that's a bit too scary for my liking. I'm not big on the scary games, but I'm going to watch my husband play that. Uh, but I'm definitely, I'm not touching it, fam. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Delilah, this is for you. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> is Delilah going to E3 2020? 2020. Megatron asked, is Delilah going to E3 2020? Man, I don't know. I can't even answer that right now. It's too soon. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We got all we got a whole year to think about it, boss. Man, you talking about shit that's, that's like 11 months away. <laughs> I'm like, come on, fam. <laughs> yeah, it's too soon. It's too soon. Um, if you I really want Delilah to go, we gonna, we gonna raise some funds get the lighter go next year if but y'all see, really I know, want her. i talked to uh megatron about this personally prior to leaving i told him they're like yo this mm-hmm. is likely gonna be my last one because like that's at the time like, that's what my mindset is like i know what's going on in my personal life and i feel like i gotta focus on that and um we just gotta get our hype for it y'all right but see at the same time it's nothing like going to e3 doing a console release it's so different the feel is different it's something in the air during that time like the last one I remember was going to the 360 um, console release E3, and it was just it was magical, man. So you know, you know, 2020, right? It's gonna be popping, right? You know, it. <laughs> with, it's with, gonna be popping. With Sony being back at, at E3 and with uh, Xbox showing their new their new console, yeah, it's it's gonna be 2020 is gonna be sick. It's gonna be it'll be hilarious if PlayStation come out of the and say they're not gonna show at E3. Oh my! Oh, oh wow, that's it'll um, be hilarious. I don't know about that. Now, it'd be interesting if they skip E3 2020 and then do like a, uh, what is it? What's that show they do? PlayStation uh, show they do in the fall? What's it called? Um, play, it, I forgot, playing game or something like that? No, it's not State of Play because that's, that's the little direct show they got. I can't think of the name of it. Someone, if someone in chat can tell us like what the name of that show, I can't remember. 
um, they have their they have their show that they do in the fall. Sony does. Yeah. <coughs> All right. While we're getting the information, our next question uh, from Mitchie dies a lot. Oh yeah! Congrats uh, to Mitchie too for winning the. Oh uh, yeah. For winning the ultimate game Xbox Ultimate Game Pass code. Thank you for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. She won the random drawing, and uh, thank you. So, go ahead with the question. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no problem. Um, did you hear if Larry Herb got laid off with some of the mixer staff? Oh, I had not. Ooh, I didn't hear about Larry. I did hear about the mixer. Uh, the it wasn't the mixer staff, by the way. It was the um, Xbox. This the, the show they do. The inside Xbox staff. Some of the inside inside Xbox staff got got uh, laid off. Is was what is what I heard. Um, you know, like Ricari and a couple other people. Um, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. It was officially. Well, he kind of. I can say it now because he kind of put it out there. But um, that's at least that's what you know what's out there. Um, but I don't know anything about Larry Herb. I, I looked on Larry no, look, Twitter. He looks like yeah, he's still. He looked like he's still in there, like somewhere. Yeah, yeah, because he was still doing the the free giveaway thing yesterday. Right, I think Larry Herb uh, is still there. So, like, they gonna have to carry his ass out, <laughs> right? Uh. Probably. Nah, he got stocks. He got. I think he got legit stocks in the Xbox. Yeah, he he I wouldn't doubt it at this point. <laughs> I would not doubt it. If he ain't got um, no stocks, you stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, he he seemed like he heavily invested. Yeah, tenure at all. Thank you. I see. Any other questions? I see this Christopher Hart. What's hey? You didn't put the question before it, but what's wrong with being more like Tony? There's nothing absolutely wrong with being like Tony, but why can't we be like ourselves? Um, yeah, I mean, possibly- I, I, you know what? When they, when people say that, like, what's wrong with being more like Tony? Like you said, nothing. I, I want more single player, you know, dark, moody games, kind of like a, a Plague Tale. I want more games like that on the Xbox. Um, but I don't. I think they Xbox need to keep their individuality too. You know. I'm saying, yeah. There's nothing wrong with being like that. Do whatever makes you feel happy with yourself in the long run. If this is what makes Xbox feel happy, let them be do them. If that's what makes Sony be happy. Let them do them. Um, that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Any more questions? PlayStation Experience. That's the name. That's of it. right. That's right. Thank you. Uh, that was John Donuts. Thank you, John Donuts. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for that information. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like Microsoft—they have always had their own set of titles, their own set of things. They just kind of lost focus of that. They kind of just let their some of their IPs falter. For instance, like uh, Christopher Hart just pointed out, like Fable. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna mention Scalebound, but you know, like Fable. Man, fuck Scalebound, I want man. Crimson, Crimson Skies. <laughs> Crimson Skies, right? Like, uh, they got so many games. They Mecha Salt. Like, what feelings. happened to Mecha I was, Salt? I was bitter. <laughs> We're still was, bitter. Mm-hmm. We're still we bitter. We still bitter about because Scalebound could have been some beautiful. Could've, that could have been, you know, full player co-op on a dragon. Like, who don't want to play that? Like, I'm like seriously. <laughs> again, that's why I play Elder Scrolls because I want to kill a dragon and or ride one. It depends right. on what kind of. <laughs> hey, I, I just hope that you know that what this in the future, like what if you know, because we haven't heard anything from Platinum Games, like they weren't even at the, I didn't even see any, an inkling of them at E3. Like we haven't heard much from them. We know they're working on a, on a couple titles, um, but it'd be great to just hear that Microsoft kind of reinvested in the IP and is bringing that bad boy back. That would be dope. Uh, but yeah, you you struck a nerve with that one though, Christopher. With the, the scale down, for real. <laughs> you know, we're all we're all bitter, man. Sometimes. Oh. I can yeah, be calm, cool, and collective, and I be telling people, man, y'all be hitting me with these trigger words, and that was a trigger <laughs> word, man. 
We, yeah. They wrote, they wrote so much us hard. There. So much potential. It, there. Not only that, we did not get the game that y'all, hey, we're going to show you some fire game. Psych. Yes, y'all ain't right. getting it now. And then you have people like, yeah, Xbox is trash uh, because y'all ain't getting no scale bound, but it was really platinum games. Mm-hmm. Fall. But yeah, that, that really. Yeah, what, and what you mean is how platinum games didn't, they didn't admit fault. Like they just just chilling. They let Microsoft take all the heat. All the flames, like it what was gets just... me is that Microsoft took the heat. Like y'all yeah. could have, like, yeah, yeah. They they could have been like, nah, man, it's really Platinum's fault. But you know, <laughs> they didn't even say that. They were just humble about it. Like, man, whatever. We we got to take our lumps on this one. Everybody mad, but whatever. Um, but we'll see, man, because you know Microsoft still own the IP. They still own the word scale bound. They still own the name. So who knows? I mean, you never know. What could happen with that? Man, Scale Bell ain't coming out, man. Come on now. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm- well, <laughs> hey, 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 lady. What if it's a release title for Scarlet? Man, it, no, because the release, yeah, the release title <laughs> is Halo Infinite. No, they, oh. they're going to have more than one game. That's just okay. the game they announced. Today. No, no. What then, you know what? It, then it they, is, no, because no, that's what they said at the briefing that they <laughs> initial title. But next season, they're going to have, like, the set of five games is also going to release day one with Scarlet. And no, Scale Bound see, is up there. That would have been, been the icing on the Kizzity cake if they would have been like, you know what? I know you guys were talking about this game and we decided to bring it back. You know, initial release for Project Scarlet will be scaled out. That shit would have blew up like fire! Yeah. I don't and know. It would have been dope. They just, if like this E3, they would have been like, yo, you missed this game that everybody kind of wanted, you know, but we had to cancel it at the time. But we started to, we decided to pivot and put it back into production. And that game is, and they show a new trailer of Scalebound. Man, that play, everybody would have, it would have erupted. It would have been like, yo, what? I just, oh my God. I just don't understand how much money that Microsoft has that they can't buy the rights from it, from Platinum Games, and then do something with it. I don't yeah. see why not. I mean, they have, they own the name. They just, I don't know about the assets. I don't know if they still was able to get like all that code and stuff. Well, if you got money to get like 15 independent studios, I don't see <laughs> it like two Okay, let's get it right. Let's, look, let's get it right. If you got enough money to buy studios, yeah. then you can buy rights and access to a game. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not, you know, I'm just thinking how I'm not thinking it like that. I mean, I don't know the best way that I can explain it, but you got you, you know, got all the coins. You, you're trading all the coins. You got all the coins. You got all the coins, fam. And you, fam. And like, you just... can't come up and you can't come up to platinum games and be like, look, man, this you ain't my you shit. No, they can they can come up with an offer to, to let the, to give it up. Yeah. You telling me platinum that bitter? They don't want to money talk bullshit. Walk. I'm telling you, but platinum, they don't want to hey, do. They want to. They, 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 end of the day, they should cut that check, fam. They should cut that check. Make it right. Make it all right. Just make, release the game. Even if you change the part, concept of the game to be something smaller than what it was, let's say you had, it was four player co op, you, you scale that back to two player co op, and you make it what it is. I mean, or even if you make it single player, I would have been cool with that. Yeah, but just, you know, just I ain't got release no the game. You do. You got plenty. You got me. You got me. You got. <laughs> Lady, you got boogie. You got you got friends. You got black. Come on now. You how, gotta, how you gonna oh, tell yeah, me there's, you <laughs> tell me there's gonna be ribs at the barbecue and I get there and there's no more ribs or there wasn't even ribs. You know like, what I'm saying? Like you, ain't put me, you ain't put me two bones away. Like put me. Put, you know, put I I put some plates underneath in the back of the fridge behind the milk. I'd have some y'all. I'm yeah. You. Oh man. All right, ladies, we gotta yeah. we gotta wrap this show up. Um, I'm wait wait hold on. Let me make sure there's no more questions. All right, cool. Let me cool. make sure. 
Um, y'all, we got any questions? Y'all better get them in quick. Um, but I think that's all. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, it. then we'll go ahead and start on our outros. Uh, I'll go at you, Sharice. Go ahead. Um, thank y'all for hanging with us today, chilling with us. This has been an excellent show, hanging out with my girls. Oh, and shout out to El Boogie. She's yep. on vacation. Have fun, girl. Um, yes. And um, it's your girl, Sharice. I am not leaving my house today, so I will be online all night long. Um, just hit me up. I'll be on Twitter. I'm on Mixer. I'm all over the place. I'm always ready to chat, apparently. Um, but yeah, y'all have a good day. All right, and this is your girl, Delilah, 8 underscore HD on Twitter. Uh, thank you for rocking out with us. We do appreciate each and every one of you. Tell your friends. You know, we're trying to climb up that road on the subscribe ladder. You know, we got like 576 right now. We're trying to get to 1,000. Y'all know what it is. So, um, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys again soon. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, our lady. Close us out. All right, y'all. Thank you, everyone, new and old, to come through every Saturday messing with us, letting us laugh and kicking and talk about video games. You already know, Lady underscore Infamous 30 on Twitter, Everything Grown Women Gaming. Check out the podcast. We on iTunes. We on Spotify. Um, we're eight away from 1,000 followers on Twitch. We're going to do a giveaway there. And I'm also doing the Fly in July celebration where I'm giving out a swag bag full of stuff in July. And also we're doing the... Uh, wrote a TwitchCon fundraiser where I play all kinds of games to raise funds for TwitchCon. As you know, at Lady underscore Infamous 415. Thank you so much. Shout out to El Boogie. We miss you, girl. Send us those food pics from overseas, making my, right. American oh my food God. looking like making American <laughs> oh, food look like straight she trash. She was at some kind of Italian restaurant. It looked so good. <laughs> I was like, yo, she making American food look trash as fuck, man. Send us those pictures. We miss you, girl. I hopefully we'll have her back next week. Yeah, you, and I'll, I'll definitely will not be uh, available next week. So just wanted to let you guys know. So y'all got to pull it down without me. We're switching everybody out for we go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. So you guys enjoy your Saturday. I will be streaming some games today. Uh, PC mostly. So I never experienced that. Uh, these games are brand new. So you just join along the ride with us. Thank you so much for coming through. All right. Peace, everybody. <laughs>